Good afternoon, passengers. This is your captain speaking. I'd like to welcome everyone aboard this podcast. We are currently cruising at an altitude of 35,000 feet and airspeed of 450 miles per hour. Weather is clear and sunny with a high of 75 degrees. The cabin crew will be coming around in about 20 minutes to offer you a light snack and beverage. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the rest of the podcast. Hello and welcome aboard Pilot Error. I'm Tom Feeney, writer for Wings Chop Movie Magazine. You may know me from such podcasts as The Deep Dive Podcast, The Deep Dive Microcast, Mysteries of the Deep, and Hollywood Hype. This is Pilot Error, where we look at TV shows that went belly up before their time. Slot. Now, I've been away for a couple of weeks. I got COVID for the first time. Yay. And then I went on vacation. Not at the same time, though. Don't, don't worry about that. But now I'm back with more of the same amazing content that has touched the lives of dozens of listeners over the past five years. Yeah. This episode, we look at some unsold pilots that the networks decided weren't worth betting on. That just weren't winners. Shows that had no game. Even though they were literally game shows. Of course, game shows have been a part of the television landscape since the dawn of the medium. Mostly because they are cheap, easy to produce, need no actors or writers per se, and they can attract huge viewing audiences. Some game shows like Jeopardy, The Price is Right, and Wheel of Fortune are perennial favorites and have become ingrained in American culture. And it may seem like putting together a successful game show is, you know, forgive the pun, a no-brainer. Wheel of Fortune is essentially Hangman with a wheel. Jeopardy is, you know, instead of questions and answers, is answers and questions. So, you have a game, you got rules, you get yourself an affable host, some overly enthusiastic contestants, and maybe even several celebrity panel judges, and you've got yourself a show. It seems easy. Except that there have been hundreds and hundreds of game shows that never made it past the first round. And we're going to take a look at a few of the more interesting failures from this time-honored genre. Our first contestant, come on down! This is the Miami International Airport where we're going to stop some of these strangers and ask them some very surprising questions. And we'll be sampling other people at the famous Seaquarium in Miami. Their on-the-spot ad-lib answers will be picked up in this theater, filled to capacity with more than 1,000 second-guessers, who are here to match wits with our host, Mr. Jack Carter. Our first failed game show, Second Guessers, comes to us from the year 1969. 
The show was hosted by comedian and actor Jack Carter. Now, if you're not familiar with Mr. Carter, no worries. I mean, he did appear in such fantastic movies as The Happy Hooker Goes to Washington, Hambone and Hilly, Satan's Princess, and Wonton Ton, The Dog Who Saved Hollywood. But Carter was, if nothing else, a prolific television personality. Sitcoms, variety shows, dramas, and yes, game shows were all fair game for Jack Carter. In Second Guessers, members of the studio audience try to guess the answers that people on the street would give to certain questions. Thank you, thank you. And welcome to the Hotel Plaza in Miami Beach, where we're about to get involved in a brand new idea called the Second Guessers. As you heard today, our roving reporter, Jack Clark, was at Miami International Airport and the Seaquarium, where he tossed some surprising questions at the people passing by. Announcer Jack Clark asked the questions from the field while a so-called celebrity helped the contestants in the studio with their guesses. And there were, you know, silly questions like, would you forgive your husband if he cheated on you? And the contestant would guess whether the majority of five people would answer the question one way or another. And then a second guesser from the audience would either agree or disagree with the contestant. If the audience member was right, they would win a prize. I mean, it's the 1960s, so they probably got a carton of cigarettes or a case of Rice-A-Roni, the San Francisco treat. Take it away, Jack Clark. If you knew for certain that your husband was being unfaithful and he confessed it to you, what would you do? <laughs> well, what I could answer, I don't think you could put on television. Well, uh, uh, give us the answer that you can put on television. You wouldn't be very happy, I take it. No, I don't think so. I see. Okay. You will we'll, uh, say that you would not forgive him. No, oh no, I could not forgive or forget. Okay, let's find out from this little lady with the blue eyes. Uh, what, uh, you married how long? Yes, I'm eight years. Eight years. Now, you heard the question, and it's a tough sure one. Did. <laughs> if he did. If you knew he was being unfaithful, and he confessed it, he came to you and said, you know, I love you and everything, but this is what happened. Would you forgive him? I'd probably kill him. <laughs> kill him, okay. Needless to say, the pilot never sold. However, it has turned up on occasion on the Game Show Network and can be found on YouTube for free. Our next contestant, come on down! Okay, just how bad does a game show have to be to have not one, not two, but three failed pilots? Oh, buckle up, my friends. We're talking pictures. Hidden in this picture gallery are 10 famous people who'll help us play Talking Pictures. And here to get the game and the fun underway is our own leading man, Alan Ludden. Thank you. Thank you. You just heard the intro for the second pilot for Talking Pictures, taped in 1968. The first was recorded a year earlier, 
but the only known copy of it resides in the UCLA archives. Essentially a riff on the classic Hollywood squares with some concentration thrown in for good measure. Talking Pictures featured a panel of 10, yes, 10 celebrities all lurking behind these sliding doors. At the beginning of each round, nine of the 10 celebrities open up their doors, reveal a secret about themselves, and then close the door. Contestants then have the fact repeated to them by host Alan Ludden, and they alternate guessing which celebrity matched that fact by calling out their number. Sounds great. Basically, contestants had to remember the story that matched to the number. If the player was correct, they got 25 bucks. Now, the actual game is a little bit more complicated than what I just described, but trust me, that was probably one of the reasons it was never picked up. Welcome. Welcome to Talking Pictures. We should have a good time. Let's meet these people over here who are going to win the money. Rachel Stevens here. Yes. Where are you from? Los Angeles. What do you do for a living? I'm a substitute teacher for the L.A. County Colleges. Good. We're always glad to have teachers here. Dick Zimmerman. Where are you right. from? I'm from Los Angeles, too. And what do you do for a living? I design toys for a toy company. You want to play Talking Pictures? I would. Thank Here's you. Here's the way we do it. Framed in our picture gallery here are 10 big stars, famous people that you know and love. We're going to let you see those people very closely, and we're going to ask them to say something to you, tell you an intimate fact about himself. And then your job is to remember what they say and remember where they are when they say it, because that's the game, to find them again from memory. There's a lot of money to be won, so concentrate. All right, talking pictures, please. Hi, I'm Ann Miller, and my father worked for Bonnie and Clyde. I'm Peter Lawford, and I turned down the part of James Bond. <laughs> I'm Angela Cartwright, and I play Danny Thomas's daughter. I'm Lorne Green. I once broke all Ten Commandments. Oh. <laughs> I'm Jan Sterling, and some fancy laundry, what saved my life? I'm Stubby Kay, and I buy all my clothes in a fat man store. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Agnes Moorhead. I never should have married the man I did. Now, the list of celebrities in the pilot was actually pretty impressive for the day. You had uh, actor Peter Lawford, Bonanza's Lauren Green, Tom Smothers, and Carol Burnett, among others. And yes, I did say there was a third attempt to get the show off the ground eight years later in 1976. So, another Talking Pictures was put out there, this time with a new host, Monty Hall from the original Let's Make a Deal. And once again, it was rejected. I'm so sorry, but as a consolation prize, you get to take a copy of our home game back with you as a constant reminder of your dismal failure. Now, who's our final contestant? Our last unsold game show comes from 1977 and featured a host that was new to the game show racket. In fact, he was new to the entertainment industry itself, having only recently moved to Southern California after a stint as a TV weatherman in Indiana. This week, Joanne Worley. Bonsoir. Robert Urich. Hi there. Hi. 
Joyce Boulevard. Hi there. Michael McKeon. Hello. And Deborah Lee Scott. Hello. Will be competing against these five dance instructors on The Riddlers. With your host, David Letterman. The first item going up, first item going up for bid is this wonderful automatic garage door opener. <laughs> yep, David Letterman was a game show host way back in 1977. It was only his second TV gig after being a writer and performer on a variety show from the Starland Vocal Band. You know, the Afternoon Delight song. Yeah, they actually had a show. God, I miss the 70s. So, five celebrities competed against five contestants with matching occupations or hobbies in a riddle-based game. Each team took turns, starting with the contestants. The game began when Letterman presented a riddle to the first player. A correct answer granted that player the chance to pose a riddle to their teammate. If the teammate answered correctly, they continued the chain to the next player, and so on. Once a team accumulated five correct answers, the direction of play switched. If a player from either team couldn't solve a riddle, control shifted to the opposing team. And the game concluded when one team successfully answered nine riddles accurately, earning them the victory and a prize of $500, and some turtle wax, I would assume. But during the taping of the pilot, a bizarre incident occurred. One of the stage lights exploded, startling everyone in the studio, except the unflappable Letterman. If you had two T's around you, you'd be dynamite. What are you? N. That's right, the letter N. If you have two people, get this out of here. Dynamite. Six down, three to go. Now they're making some real progress. Okay, okay, let's get this over with, okay? Get this over with. Well, you don't need to refer to it in quite that attitude. I mean, we're having a lot of fun here playing this game, aren't we? Dropped options. See that? The hit. The 12 of you will try anything. Oh, bon Dieu, bon cher. I'll see you later. The just 12 little, of you. Uh, just a little sniper fire. <laughs> <laughs> Happens all the time with a new show. Somebody doesn't like it. Boom. I'll try a lot harder. Oh. I promise I'll try harder. Well. Oh. <laughs> now where were we? We're going to say this again and pretend that never happened. Despite the poison gas seeping. <laughs> Could have been an omen, I suppose. I mean, the pilot of The Riddlers can be found on YouTube, and it is worth watching just to see a young David Letterman do his best not to totally eviscerate everyone else on stage. Oddly, even though Letterman never hosted a game show again after The Riddlers, he was a celebrity guest on many of them, 
including the $20,000 Pyramid, the Gong Show, Hollywood Squares, and Password Plus. All of this before starting Late Night with David Letterman on NBC in 1982. It's more than Password, it's Password Plus. Our guests are Marion Ross and David Letterman. Now remember, you have 60 seconds. Ready? Go. Jewelry. Earring. F. Humorous. Funny. H. G. Dress. Gown. H. Heaven. Hell. I. Chicago. Illinois. J. Horse. Jockey. GK. Steel. I'll go on. Person. Uh, Hurst. I don't know. Pass. Pass. L. Uh, Kidney. Liver. M. Uh, Frankenstein. Monster. N. Uh, Nose. Nasal. Opening. Nostril. Back to K. Uh, Crime. Clue. Stealing. Kidnapping. Now, believe it or not, this was just a smattering of the many, many, many game shows that never made it. Now, if you like this particular episode, please let us know and we will cover more of them. There is a treasure trove of these out there. And I love every single bad, awful, terrible one of them. This podcast has just been cleared to land. As we start our descent, please make sure your seat backs and tray tables are in their full upright position. Make sure your seat belt is securely fastened and all carry-on luggage is stowed underneath the seat in front of you or in the overhead bins. We hope you had a safe and enjoyable listening experience. If you have any comments, go to the deep dive podcast at gmail.com and drop us a line. Any clips used in the podcast are meant for educational purposes only and not to infringe on any existing copyrights. And thanks for flying an Automaton Studios production.